This is Tether Talk, a podcast for women where we talk about the truths that influence our identities, guide our choices, form our future, and lead us to the hope that steadies our hearts. Let's pull back the layers, uncover the lies, and hold on to the only truth that satisfies. All right, I'm going to keep this as brief as I possibly can uh, on the front end of this episode. Listen, y'all, I, you know, I, you know me, I get a little bit quick tongued and heated when it comes to things about social justice and especially, you know, those cases that um, at least within the U.S. are are brought to the surface. Um, Because let's just be real, while we are focused on some of these more, um, you know, uh, more highlighted instances of injustice there is so much injustice going on not only in the u.s but throughout the world from sex trafficking to oppression of people to you know just slavery in general um to systems like like systemic racist racist issues just like all this there's so much going on but it you know it just so happens that some issues are are brought to the surface and some things are 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 focused on at different periods of time. So having heard the news about these officers who literally murdered Brianna Taylor in her home while she was sleeping, I, I can't, I don't have very many words to say, especially in this podcast. Cause like I said, if I get started, I'm not gonna know when to stop. And I need to literally focus on what I need to do. But I will say this, I am absolutely grieved, but I am not surprised. And I hate the fact that I'm not surprised. I hate the fact that throughout this entire year, let's just look at 2020 by itself, throughout the entire year, it does not appear that there is any growth happening um, when it comes to policy change or expectations or you know whatever it is that we are hoping to see um, how how we are hoping to see things be resolved i'm not saying that there aren't life on life things that are changing or individuals making new decisions because their hearts are being softened i'm not saying all that but i'm talking about the system i have not seen anything shift or change about the system instead i have seen so many people grow quiet um, because they're tired oh my gosh y'all are acting so tired you act so tired. It's so annoying. I cannot stand people who do not know how to fight, who do not know how to stay the course, who do not know how to literally stand down from their pride, from their ego, and allow what is true to actually stand. I'm tired of it. And then when we see the outcome of these things that are happening, my goodness, there's only so much certain people can take. There's only so much humanity can take. And I know that ultimately at the end, the cup of wrath is going to be filled up and that is when Christ is going to return and we're going to see all the promises of revelation come to pass. I'm grateful for that. I'm so thankful that after all of this, 
you know, that we will see eternal peace. We will see eternal hope. We will see the one who is the alpha and the omega. But until that point, come on, y'all. I wish we could do a little bit of something and clean it up, tighten up before he gets here. My goodness. And I'm talking specifically for Christians. Like I'm so done dealing with nominal believers, man. I'm so done dealing with nominal believers. I'm not saying that I don't love you. I'm not saying that I will not fellowship with you, but y'all are breaking fellowship by ignoring what is affecting people. Basic principle of Christianity or following Christ is caring for somebody else, showing compassion, loving your neighbor as yourself. Basic principle of Christianity. I could care less how many books of the Bible you have memorized. I could care less how you exegete the text. I could care less if you preach in a good word. I could care less if you do not know how to love. The Bible is so clear about that. They will know we are Christians by our love for one another. And love is an action. Love is a verb. You have to do love. You have to do love. And if you cannot do that, especially when somebody's in your face telling you point blank, like this is how I would hope that you would treat me and you still can't do that. That is a problem. That is an elementary problem. Bump religion, okay? Bump accolades. Bump jumping up the ladder of the church business structure. I could care less about that. What I'm saying right now is if you cannot look at people who are human beings in whom God has breathed life and, and has called his image reflection of his image image bearers of the of the one true god the creator of the universe and you cannot look at them and see them in need and see them struggling and see them begging to be seen and to be heard and to be helped not helped be not given a handout but like to receive basic human rights you cannot see that and turn away from your pride, turn away from your privilege, turn away from all that you've accomplished and look at them and just be like, yo, I'm here for you. You can't do that. Please stop saying that you follow Jesus Christ. <laughs> Please stop doing that because you're jacking stuff up. Okay. People are looking at the church of Christ in the Western hemisphere in the United States and they're laughing at us. Maybe they listen. That's why he said a remnant. There is a remnant. And there's so many of us that are scarcely saved. My goodness. In the book, in the Holy Bible, it even declares that there will be many of us who will say, Lord, Lord, but he will go to him and he will be like, depart from me. I knew I know you not. I don't know you. So while people are out there beating their chests and, and standing on their, their, their soapboxes and their pulpits and all this stuff and saying whatever they want and literally politicizing everything, my goodness, y'all, whose government do you believe in? The eternal government of Jesus Christ or this man-made stuff that's going to be smashed when he returns? Like, I'm done. I'm so done. And I'm not saying don't take responsibility, but it's so funny how everybody's like, oh yeah, exercise your right to vote. Voting, what am I voting for? Okay. I'm going to vote. Don't get it twisted. Your girl, listen, my ballot, my my ballot may look completely unexpected to somebody who's listening right now. Yeah, I talk about justice and all this stuff. I still have, uh, you know, uh, uh, beliefs and things that, that I hold to that are true to me based upon my conviction as a believer. It is what it is. You might see that thing looking like a, I don't know, whatever they call that thing, the whatever test you used to take in college. <laughs> 
those state standardized tests it may look a little something like that i'm definitely not all one side or all the other side like i will sit with my father and ask him how to vote on any one issue but when it comes down to it i will put that junk aside and i will stand upon the word of god and upon the two commandments that he said everything else stands upon love the lord your god with all your heart soul mind and strength and the second is like it love your neighbor as yourself period so don't come for me trying to have no conversation if you're not living like that that's 100 and I hate to keep saying this over and over, but the people that, that some individuals right now, some class of individuals, some groups of individuals right now, namely those who are in privileged position, missing the point. My goodness, missing the point. Because the reality is minorities, black, indigenous, people of color, whatever they want to call us, all of that. Oppressed individuals have been surrendering their their uh, ability to succeed and excel by way of stepping on someone else we've been doing that forever we have been putting ourselves ourselves on the back burner forever for the sake of the whole advancing so the fact that we are fine we're literally we've been saying this for years but the fact that we continue to ask for the same things over and over and over and over and over and over for years and years and years and years generation after generation after generation and we're crying into our children's generation like the reason why i'm talking about this the reason why i'm yelling about this the reason why i will not relent about this is because i have two daughters who as of today the world has told them, or at least the United States has told them, the system has told them their lives are not worth more than plaster on a wall or dogs. And that's straight up truth. Michael Vick is in prison in Kansas right now doing more time for, for wrestling dogs or fighting dogs than these officers are doing at all. Can y'all seriously think about that? This is how bad it is. Like human life is regarded. Human life is regarded less than that of an animal. I don't care if you love dogs, whatever. If you love a dog more than a human being who has reason and a soul. Hey, this is my podcast. I'm going to say what it is. That's ridiculous. I'm sorry. You can love your pet. But if that pet has more value than a human being, elementary, start over, figure it out because you're wrong. Okay, but that's what our system has told us. That's what our system has told us. You vandalize a building, you get more time than these officers did. Come on, that's a problem. It is an absolute problem. And the fact of the matter is over time, over history, it continues to be confirmed that the most disrespected person in America is the black woman. The most underprotected person in the in America is the black woman. The most neglected person in America is the black woman. Malcolm X, 1962. And we are saying the same thing over and 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 over again. And let me tell you what that does to the black woman. Let me tell you what that does to the minority woman. Let me tell you what that does to women in general. It causes a type of trauma that can only be undone by literally holding on to the hem of the garment of Jesus Christ. Like literally. The only other way that this can be handled is by those who are in position, those who are in power, finally hearing, finally understanding and changing their ways. 
repenting first, lamenting with, and then making a change. Come on now. It has to be done. I forget who said this. I think it was Bob Hamp. He said something along the lines of empathy is, is a form of intelligence. Oh, oh, that's a good word, Mr. Mr. Bob. That's a very good word. Okay? If you cannot show empathy, that means there is something wrong with you. And he said it's, it's a type of intelligence. I mean, if you read that the other way, that means you're absolutely stupid if you're not empathetic. If you don't have the ability to empathize, to literally put yourself in someone else's position, someone else's pain, you're missing some marbles. There's something wrong with you. There's a problem. But no. And you know what else I cannot stand? Oh my gosh, this was not supposed to be this long. You know what else I cannot stand? I cannot stand when people want to be um, to be buttered up into doing the right thing. Are you kidding me? That's like what we do with kids, man. We have to go to them and like negotiate with them to do the right thing because their natural desire is to just wreck shop. <laughs> they don't care. They're like, oh, I'm, I'm alive. I'm human. I can just do whatever I want. They do whatever comes to them. The natural, natural inclination for the human heart and mind is to just be sinful, just self and flesh, self and flesh, self, 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 flesh, flesh, flesh. Like I'm going to exist. I'm going to take care of me, not caring about anything else. And that is literally what we are dealing with right now in adult bodies, a bunch of kids and not the healthy and, 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 uh, uh, divine version of childlikeness. I'm talking stupidity. Okay. Why is it that we have to come to you and butter you up and be like, oh, thank you so much for doing this part. Or every time you do one thing, you want everybody to come around you and be like, whoa, good job. That's awesome. Keep going. And ah, all this stuff. No, we don't do that. You want to be an adult. You want to be grown. You want to be mature and other things. And you want all these accolades and all this stuff. You want all that. Then the moment we ask you to do one thing, that is the right thing to do. And it just like, like it boggles my mind. Justice is writing what is wrong, literally. And much of what is wrong is morally wrong. Like just fix it. Do your part in fixing it. Do the right thing, literally do the right thing and we still don't get that that is the literally i mean it, uh, on the surface that's stupidity at the root it's satanic that is how the enemy that is how satan operates so anybody who does not understand justice is literally giving into the father of lies you're giving into satan but y'all don't want to hear that. And you're like, oh, okay. I'm sure I don't I don't even care, man. Say what you want about me. Point I don't care. Say it. First of all, I'm not listening. Second, and I'm not listening because you're coming with lies. Okay? If you have a legitimate thing to say to me, I'll be open to it. Outside of that, lies, I don't listen to that. In one ear, out the other. It, you <laughs> you be you'd be good if it even gets into my ear. I'm not listening to it, especially when it comes to women and race. No. And, and and religion or coming against the spirit of religion. I'm done with that. I'm over it. Finished. Finished. It's some ish pies covered in chocolate. That's what that is. Okay. Hidden in the brownies. Hidden in the sweets. We don't have time for that. 
Ain't nobody want no infection. I definitely don't want to die from this thing. I'm done with it. Cut this stuff off. It has to be done. I'm so over the lies. I'm so over the foolishness. I'm so over the disregard for human life. But y'all want to run countries. Y'all want to run businesses. You can't, you can't tell the difference between a human being and a wall. And I'm supposed to p- trust your opinion. I'm supposed to trust what you're doing. Are you kidding me? Man, if y'all don't get out of here, all that to say, it's been a really, really intense week. That's just on the social, cultural. I'm not even going to get into politics. Not today. No, no. All that. I'm not doing it. On top of that, I have my own personal stuff that I'm going through, okay? This last week has been crazy, all right? In in light of, of, of everything that happened with Brianna Taylor and just whatever, I just, I just had to run literally to the heart of God. And I came across the scripture. I didn't come across it. I actually went and, you know, remembered it. And I was like, God, I just need <laughs> all of you right now. Um... But it talks about boasting about tomorrow. And it says, come now, you who say tomorrow we will go. And this is in James. I'm sorry, James chapter one. Um, No, I I think it's James four. But it says, um, come now, you who say today or tomorrow we will go and into such and such town and spend a year there and trade and make profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. There's so much packed in these verses. How many verses? Three verses. So much packed in these three verses. The encouragement here. Is don't go around saying, I'm going to do this, 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 and this is my plan, my plan, my plan, my plan. What you need to be doing, because tomorrow is not promised, we can clearly see that. You could be asleep in your bed and be murdered, okay? You could be driving your car and get shot up. Anything could happen. You could fall asleep in your, in, in, you know, and you could uh, pass away in your sleep. Whatever it is that's happening, tomorrow is not promised. And it says, what is your life? It's a mist. It appears for a little time and then it's vanished. Hence where, it, you know, the, the statement life is a vapor comes from. Life is a vapor. We do not know when our time is up. And David says in Psalms, the years of a man are 70, 80 if he's strong. So you're looking at between 80, 70 to 80 years. And for some of us, we might live a little bit longer than 80 years. But like literally that is a, I mean, a mist. It's a vapor. So rather than boasting in tomorrow in your arrogance, like you run something, you need to be saying, if the Lord wills, we will do this and we will do that. And and then I love the end. It says, whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it for him, it is sin. I'm going to end with this regarding Breonna Taylor. I'm going to end with, with this right here. <laughs> yes, there are so many of us, of us that are saying something, right? And we're saying this is wrong or this is right, or this is wrong. Please just do the right thing. Do the right thing. This is wrong. Do the right thing. This is wrong. We're saying that, but this is what I take comfort in, okay? We need to keep saying what we need to say. We need to keep saying 
what we need to say. We need to keep saying the truth. We need to keep calling people to accountability. We need to do that. The good news is those who hear and they know the right thing to do and they fail to do it, for them it is sin. Now, I'm not going to glory in that. I'm not going to clap my hands and be like, oh my gosh, amen. Yeah, you're going to fall into sin because the reason why we're talking so loud, the reason why I'm talking so loud is so that if you have missed it, whatever I'm saying helps you get it. So my desire is that you get it, you do the right thing and we can all move on. But if you choose to keep ignoring, hello, the word of God is going to come for you. It is what it is. If you know the right thing to do and you fail to do it for you, it is sin. And if you continue to do that and remain in that perpetual state of sinning, that's between you and the Lord. Tomorrow is not promised. Better to do the right thing now because you don't know if you're going to make it tomorrow. But if you still know what is right to do and you fail to do it, listen, that responsibility is on your head, not mine. It's not going to cause me to be silent because my desire is for all of us to come to a place where we can work together as unto the Lord. But if you choose not to listen, it's coming for you. That is the word of God. That is the word of God. So if anybody is listening right now and you are on that side where you tripping, get your life real quick. It's better for you to have an ought with your brother and then and work that thing out than to be standing before a holy God who's going to ask you, what did you do when your brother came to you and told you they had an ought? What are you going to say? Who, what are you going to say? Man, we don't have time for that. We really, really do not have time for that. Okay, so that that <laughs> those are my random thoughts about today and uh, oh, this ruling concerning Brianna Taylor. I pray for the family. I pray for all those mothers and, and fathers and family members who have lost loved ones to racial injustice um, and to the system. Um, I pray for anyone else who whose family, who, who's dealing with loss. Uh, my, I didn't even intend to segue to that, but it, it's true for my own family. I lost my uncle a couple days ago unexpectedly, and he does not live anywhere near me. So... My family's dealing with the complexity of having to plan, you know, the, the service and, and make arrangements while we are all my at least my immediate family and like my one circle out as far as like extended family, aunts and uncles or whatnot, trying to plan all this stuff in three different conference con continents, multiple countries and and two states. Like it's just difficult. It's it's it, it it's a unique morning season. It's just different. Um but yeah, I pray, I pray, I pray for everyone who is dealing with some sort of loss right now. Um, I will say like this thing gripped me, did not expect it. Um, um, there's so much I could say about that. But what I will say is that um, the moment I heard it, I heard also the voice of the Holy Spirit whispered to me, be strong. And immediately after that, the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, was guarding my heart and my mind and continues to do so to this day. And I trust he will continue to do so moving forward. The Lord God in his graciousness and his kindness and his mercy has been ever present throughout every single moment of the day. 
Um, and I'm so grateful. He is steadfast. He is my shield and my buckler. Um, and it's because that that peace is so evident in my heart and in my mind right now by way of Christ, by way of the Holy Spirit. I'm so grateful that I can extend that to my family. I'm so thankful. Does this cut? Absolutely. Y'all, come on now. That's family. That's people. You know what I'm saying? Especially when it's not expected. We're talking about this. Life is a vapor. Tomorrow is not promised. And we don't know when our time is up. And it just so happened to be his. But I am so grateful that he is going to be with the Lord, that he is with the Lord right now. I'm thankful for that. I grieve the loss of his life, but I'm also grateful that he lives on with the Father. I'm thankful. I'm thankful. But I'm all the more thankful to the Lord for him being a steady anchor. My goodness. When you have Jesus Christ, you are able to endure the highs and the lows of life. And I say endure the highs because it's not always guaranteed that the highs are going to be perfect. I mean, even if listen, even if your life is just is generally good all the time, you do have low moments, right? And then there's some of us who have life, who have lives that are generally bad. And then we have moments of good. We don't get to choose which one of those we have. But what we can trust is that Christ has laced grace throughout every single person's life. And if you know Jesus, then you know peace. If you know Jesus, then you know comfort. If you know Jesus, then you know love. You know steadfastness. You know faithfulness. You know trustworthiness. You know goodness and joy and gladness and perseverance. You know all that. He is all those things. And with him come the fruit of his spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And right now I'm trying so hard to control myself. And Jesus Christ is helping me do that. Holy Spirit is helping me do that because there's so many things that are triggering me right now. They are triggering me. And I so wish that I could cut up just one good time and then come back and repent real quick. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I wish I could cut up, but I cannot do that. I need to be self-controlled. I need to literally submit my flesh to the Father I need to put it upon that altar and allow myself to be a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is my reasonable service. My reasonable act of worship unto the Lord is trusting him. I need to be able to do that. And I'm so grateful that he doesn't expect me to do that on my own. I literally can just cry out to the Lord just as you can cry out to the Lord. He says, in the day of salvation, anyone who calls upon the Lord will be saved. If I just cry out to the Lord, I say, Lord Jesus, I cannot handle this. I'm going to need you. Listen, he responds by giving me peace. He responds by helping me have self-control. He responds by giving me wisdom. And the same is true for you. Anyone who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. And I don't believe it is just that their soul is saved in the moment that they are saved unto salvation or they're saved through unto sanctification and perfection in the glorious presence of God. That is what I believe in. That is what I believe in. And so, I, I yeah, those are two things I just want to talk about, you know, sis who is no longer with us Brianna Taylor and also just to share just my own 
my own stuff that I'm dealing with. Um, but I will say that I had some high moments this week. Um, my sister actually gifted me a portrait session for with for me and my daughters um, uh, around my birthday this year, um, middle of the year. And so that was actually scheduled on Wednesday, which literally happened to be the day after hearing this news about my uncle. And so it was really nice to be able to just step out of that for a second and to take in a moment um, with my daughters and doing something that I've, I've never done with them and taking these portraits and, and marking that day as a day of joy, a day of hope, a day of peace and, and a, a day, um, you know, to, to mark a new beginning. And then later that night, I received some news that um, further, further encouraged that new beginning. I guess I could say that. And I will talk about that later. Um, just a quick update. Um, yes, I am. I'm going to be launching my official website here very soon. I'm hoping to do so in October um, so that you guys can finally, you gals, you girls, my sisters, my homies could finally um, see what it is that I have been um, working on and literally leaving before the feet of Christ throughout this year, um, long before beginning this podcast in April. But just um, you get to see what what has been on my mind what has been engraved in my heart and um it's just the beginning it is by no means a perfected version of what it is that i see in my mind's eye or my spirit with my spiritual vision like it's nowhere near what i believe god is actually going to do with the mission that he has given me and i do not say that in a pious way and any way at all like i i say that with a confidence because i know that he who began a good work in me will be faithful to complete it until the day of jesus christ and i firmly believe that attached to my obedience is the deliverance and the healing and the restoration of many 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 women 100 percent. there was no way there is no way that i leave this earth and I get before my Father in heaven without having poured out myself as a drink offering unto the Lord and allowing the Holy Spirit to take my ashes and make them beautiful, allowing the Holy Spirit to take all the wrong decisions, make them right, and then and restore them and bring them to a place where they're actually a story that points back to God for His glory. There is no way, there's no way that Romans 8:28 is not going to be true in my life and this is a part of that. And so as you as you may be listening to me or see anything that comes from me, please understand that your girl is not doing it. I mean, I'm doing it for y'all. I'm doing it for me because it's also part of my healing. I'm doing it for y'all because I know that um, what I'm do what, what what God has called me to is attached to you and I desire to see you grow. But 100% I am doing it to honor my father because your girl will not come to the understanding of the gifts and the talents that God has given her. I'm speaking in third person. This is really weird. I will not come to the understanding of what God has given me. Okay? Take that and then just sit with it. I refuse. There's a story in the Bible about about a, a, a businessman, basically, or a man who gives a, a certain amount of talents to or money uh, to, to three different servants. One of them takes what he's been given and multiplies it. Another one takes what he's been given with a smaller sum and multiplies it. The one who was given the, the least sum of money, the least sum of treasure, the least sum of talents took it. And he was so afraid that he didn't know what to do with it, that he actually buried it. So you know what happened? 
Master shows up and blesses the one to whom he gave 10 talents and he sees what he what he brought forth in his with the interest and what he did with that and he blesses him he, he saw what the what um the gentleman who was given five talents did he takes that and he ble- he he brought forth an interest uh and a return and the and the master sees it and blesses him then he sees this one that he gave one talent to and he actually says it he confesses it he maybe he was just being honest like Yo, I was so afraid I was going to lose the money that I just buried it. You know what happened to him? That master took him and basically uh, threw him in jail and took what he gave him to the one who had the most talents. I refuse to be the one who gets caught up hiding her talents, her abilities, her gifts, her, uh, you know, whatever God has given generously to me. I refuse to be that one because when Jesus comes back, If he comes back while I'm still here, he's going to see me working as unto him. If he does not return and I end up meeting him before he comes back, (laughs) he will he will be able to say and I will hear with the with my ears and with my heart. Well done, good and faithful servant. That is what my life's goal is to honor the Lord, to please him. And so that is that is the foundation that tether is going to be built upon that is what this mission is about um and i hope that it grows and i hope many women come and and connect with it um i just want to see what god does with it in the natural i've seen what he's going to do with it in the spirit and i'm excited about it satan is terrified of it because he's been trying to kill this thing in me since I was probably five years old, four. It's been trying to kill it. <laughs> and I would say that he he got me to a place where I was chained, you know? I was chained and I couldn't I couldn't move very much, but but those chains have fallen. Which means he needs to brace himself for what God is gonna do through me. And I am, I am today a more powerful instrument of the Lord than I was when he was trying to come for me at five. Right? Totally different individual. Don't play me, devil. <laughs> Don't come for me. That's just me being real. I know that with Christ, I can do all things. So I'm standing in the authority of the most high God and saying, I will obey and I will do what God has called me to do for his glory and for our good. 100 yeah so um the last thing i wanted to say because all of that was supposed to be an introduction (laughs) it's 34 minutes the last thing i wanted to touch on um is this is is (sighs) compassion okay the idea of compassion i i had a conversation with a sister and i'm sure she won't mind me actually sharing this but having uh, after i shared with her you know about the loss of my uncle um you know, she sent me, she sent me her condolences and actually encouraged me so much through text and through her words. I was just so blessed to hear what she had to say. And, um, you know how sometimes you read a text message and then you get distracted and you never respond, you know, I read it and it encouraged my heart. I was blessed by it, but I didn't get a chance to respond. And so a couple days later, I get a message from her and, um, you know, I think in the midst of the silence, you know, I think she started to think like, what, what did I say? Or did I say something? Or was I being too, um, 
too directive in my conversation. You know, what she was encouraging was to, to lean into the peace of God and to trust the Lord. And all of those things were good. I mean, she said some really deep stuff that was just amazing and definitely came from the heart of the Lord. Um, and I, like I said, I was blessed by it. But because of my silence, it gave room for the enemy to really come in and to make her feel like she said too much. And we had this conversation back and forth and you know i just felt so strongly to not only encourage her but i'm, I'm about to encourage y'all too and hopefully set some of y'all free with this truth the reality is you know because of of the nature of our of our culture and our world people are so careful a little too careful about saying what it is that needs to be said to other people especially when it comes to what is true and what is real people are so scared they're like oh i just don't want to you know step on anyone's toes and so they keep stuff to themselves but then they gossip behind people's backs like which one come on would you rather tell the truth in front of that person's face and be loving about it and be real about it or go behind closed doors and gossip and now you in sin twice because number one you're not being honest you're not showing integrity in that and number two now you're talking smack like we don't have time for that anybody got time for double sins when we can literally just be honest <laughs> just be honest we don't have time for that so anyway she was being honest but because of the silence it caused her to consider what she said and so i had to immediately Number one, bless her for the truth that she spoke into my life. But secondly, come in and let her know, absolutely not. You do not need to apologize for how you communicate in love and honesty. We do not need to do that, especially if you are trying to encourage someone. I just thought it was completely like, literally like, what the heck? Like my sister was blessing me with truth and encouragement. And somehow, some way, the lie that we've been told about being, I hate to even use this phrase, but politically correct, has seeped into the, the, the church's way of communicating, which is one way of, which is the way of communicating that Christ came to abolish. Like he wants us to be truthful with each other. He really does. He wants us to be honest with one another. And the fact that we, we struggle in doing that when it comes to things that affect us, that hurt us, that, that, that bring us to a place of, of discomfort or pain or angst, like it's hard enough doing that, let alone trying to constantly, you know, check yourself about how to say something good. That is bondage. Like, and I'm not saying my sister's in bondage. She's not. We talk, we good. She's... <laughs> I was like, yo, with me, sis, you ain't got to do all that. Like, it is what it is. But like, I just want, I really want to speak that over anyone who's listening right now. Sis, if you are struggling with being able to express yourself freely, especially if you, and I will even say this because I don't want anybody to be like, oh, well, I have, sometimes some people don't even know what it means to speak truth and love. And frankly, sometimes you got to tell the truth in the moment. And sometimes that's, that happens when you yelling sometimes that happens when you are just vexed to no end and it might come out a certain way watch yourself with that because that is not the character of christ let's do our best to try to express ourselves in a respectful way uh, i'm not even gonna say that word respectful in a loving way okay because respect apparently is subjective um but it is what it is being able to communicate with people the truth and the truth shall set you free.
Yes, primarily the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Him being uh, God, fully God and fully man and coming to die as a propitiation for our sins, uh, the blood atoning sacrifice for our sins and, 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 and being buried and resurrecting and sitting at the right hand of the Father and interceding for us. Like that is the truth that will set your soul free and, and, and ensure that your spirit is sealed for eternity in heaven with God. Yes. But there is also another truth that I believe that he came to, to set us free, that he came to give us to set us free. And that is the truth of honesty. That is the truth of reality. That is the truth of being oneself fully in how you express yourself, in how you think, in how you, you live. And I'm not saying do you boo. I'm not saying that. I'm not even saying like, I know this podcast is about the truth and whatnot, but we're talking about the leading, the truths that lead us to the only truth that satisfies the only one that brings us hope, which is Christ. But like, I'm not, I'm not encouraging you to just go out there and just live your truth and just, you know, (laughs) that's not really what this is. But I am saying don't live a life of pretense. Don't be fake. Be honest about where you are when you're in that place encourage freely without the limitation of how people are going to receive it trust god to touch the hearts of the people that you're speaking to in the good and the bad situations when you're speaking the truth about something that needs to be corrected and when you're speaking the truth about something that needs to be uplifted like speak that truth as unto the lord allow it to be what it is and trust god to tend to the heart of that person. After all, he is the one who tells us to guard our own hearts with all diligence for out of it flow the issues of life. So we have a responsibility as individuals to guard our own hearts. But for those of us who are in Christ, Christ is guarding our hearts as well. We give our heart to the Lord. He will be that shield. He will be that buffer. He will be He will be that one who makes things clear, illuminates our, our spiritual eyes and opens our spiritual ears to be able to see and hear what is true. So if that's the case, I, as someone who is free in Jesus by way of the gospel and free in Jesus by way of humanity, can be free in saying what needs to be said, can be free in expressing myself, and can be free to live. And I encourage each and every one of you to do the same. We are living in perilous times, and I, I, I have no doubt that there will be things that will come in the future that will be worse. The Bible tells us that is a reality. But while we are here and while we are living, we need to do whatever we can to not further keep ourselves in bondage personally within our own hearts, within our own minds, by not allowing ourselves to be free to express ourselves, to be free to be human. We cannot afford that. And I want you, sister, to live a life that... To live a life that points to that. Because when you do it, it frees somebody else to do it. And listen, I'm not, not, this whole 45 minute whatever is nothing new. It's nothing new. But it begs repeating because so many people are so trapped in comparison, they're trapped in perfectionism. And God wants us to be loosed of that, to be freed of that. 
He wants us to live with him. He wants us to walk with him in the cool of the day. He's literally doing all of this or allowing certain all of this stuff to happen with an intent and the heart to bring everything back to what he desired it to be, which was his creation, the ones that he breathed life into, the ones who bear his image to walk in the cool of the day with him once more. That is what God desires and that is my aim and my goal in my lifetime for me and for every single one that of you and every single person that my life touches, that we do our best from the womb to the tomb to become more and more free and to look more and more like Jesus. This is just one way I'm trying to do it. There will be other ways I will try to do it, but regardless of how I try to do it, my hope is that whatever comes out of me, whatever comes out of this ministry, whatever comes out of the podcast, whatever comes out of the, of the mission, ends up freeing you up to be all who God has created you to be. All of it. No matter if the world thinks you're valuable or not. (laughs) I'm gonna drop it right there. I'm gonna leave it right there. There's a lot going on in the world, but there's also a lot that God has in store for you. Until next time.